and welcome to The Softer Side. I am your Life Transitions Coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you The Softer Side, Life Transitions and Relationship Coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. Today's topic is giving the right gift. Christmas is coming and we want to make sure that our partner or child or family member or friend gets the right gift, something that's just right for them. Uh, it makes them happy. Uh, we know how much it, if, how well, how good we feel, <laughs> how loved we feel and how good we feel when somebody gives us just the right gift. So we want to return that favor. So let's talk about giving the right gift. A lot of times it's based on our relationship status. This is especially if it's a partner or someone you're dating, someone you love. Uh, And the relationship status would be basically the duration of of the relationship. How long has it been going on? The romantic interest. um, Is this somebody you could see yourself uh, marrying or staying with? Um, or are you already married? Uh, commitment level. Again, are you just dating? Or do you have you moved into engagement or marriage yet? Uh, what is the level of commitment? And that's going to determine your relationship status. And that also helps us to know what might be the suggested cost or extravagance of the gift that we would give somebody. We don't want to overdo it too early in the relationship. And we don't want to underperform if we've been married for a while and we just kind of got used to each other. and Maybe we don't even get each other gifts anymore. I want to think about that. So what do you think about that? I should ask Which you. Which one? The relationship status in, in the gift giving and, and how that works out. How have you... So are you talking about relationships other than family relationships? Right. Um. So, um, I know you've, you've had, uh, several relationships mm, throughout your life and yeah. has anything ever backfired as to you've gave too much or you didn't give enough at, at a holiday? Well, I've never been accused of not giving enough. Okay. Uh, but if they have been, uh, you know, personal relationships with a, a member of the opposite sex, um, I've always gone with, uh, jewelry. Mm-hmm. And that seems to have worked for me. Okay. Now, with the girls, it was completely different. Mm-hmm. Right? With, the, with my, my, actually, all my children. <clears throat> because they, once they started getting to that age of independence, around seven or eight, I just filled envelopes with cash. Not filled, but I put cash in envelopes, and that was the Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura was a, she, could go, she once went through a brand new credit card. Between decide, gave her a credit card to shop for Christmas, mm-hmm. it, and she maxed it out because she liked giving presents, and she was very specific. She knew exactly what each one of the kids wanted. She would get exactly that, and then there was this whole plan for morning. And um, and I was just more open to the idea of I'm going to give you cash, and then I'll take you shopping the day after Christmas so we can get all the deals. Mm-hmm. And they were okay with that, mm-hmm. and it still works. I just still send them cash or the variation of you know an amazon credit or whatever it's just easier that way Mm -hmm. and they and they know that's me 
so I don't, you know, uh, jewelry on. In Did the you other feel that the jewelry was the perfect gift for each person, or was it just good enough? I've never. Well, like I said, <laughs> I've never had a female partner not say, "I wish you wouldn't give me jewelry." Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever done that. Um, and it was not that it was enough. It's it's just that it's uh, it's elegant. It's priced right. It looks good on them. I mean, it has a lot of benefits uh, because you can always in, enjoy. It's like uh, that piece that who was that? Jim Siri gave it. Who gave? Who no, gave me that? this was uh, the guy from Idaho Falls. Tony. Tony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, you get to give them something that they wear. You get to see. For those of you see. who are unaware, we have another channel, and our viewers sometimes send me jewelry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're uh, like, "Wait, isn't she married? How come all these?" Uh, strange guys are sending send her jewelry. What's because up with that? They do one because she's the, she's on the other show. They they send her stuff. So that's right. Uh, you can but, send me stuff too if you want. <laughs> uh, but jewelry has always worked, and it. I think one of the things that it avoids is having to figure out. And maybe this is the point that you're making. Mm-hmm. It avoids having to figure out exactly what they would precisely want, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. And, and I'm sure that being married to Laura for so long that you got to the point where you could ask her what she wanted. Did you do that? Uh, no, I gave her an envelope filled with the cash as well. <laughs> and, okay. And the deal we had was that I'm hard to buy for, so don't buy me anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but her Christmas consisted of uh, taking her out to dinner on... So we had Christmas dinner on Christmas Day. Laura had Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve night, and that was our own thing at a restaurant, et cetera, et cetera. That mm-hmm. was our dinner. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, she got the same envelope that all the other kids uh, got. The except, other kids? I mean, I'm As sorry. if she were no, your no, child? No, no, I didn't mean it that way. That's, <laughs> wow, Freudian slip there. Yeah. Huh? Uh, it just had more. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, that was just easier. And then, we'd, like I said, then the following day on the 26th, mm-hmm. when all the deals were out, we'd all go shopping. Mm. We'll take them shopping. And I basically sat around while they ran to each one of the stores in the mall and got what they See, wanted. See, I'm just picturing my mom opening up a gift, which was a brick that had the holes, you know, mm-hmm. and money was in the hole that oh. my dad had given her. Yeah. She was not impressed. She was not enthused. She wasn't happy. Oh, really? She didn't want cash. She wanted him to know her and give her something based on what she would like. At the same time, she was hard to buy for, but all he did, all he really had to do was ask, what exactly do you want? And she would have told him. So, so again, I think my gift to Laura, which she loved getting, was the dinner, the dinner at an exclusive restaurant with a bottle of champagne? Yeah, and I can understand that. Her favorite that. dishes ordered because I, I, you know, I knew exactly what she wants, so I'd yeah. order. Uh, and okay, now that yeah is a night of romance. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what's saying to her, "I see you, I know you, yeah. I want to please you." So that dinner did do. All uh, and those it was things. hers. No kids, no nothing. We'd right. get home. The, I'd take the babysitter home. Uh, the kids would be. You know, at the states were in their jammies and things like that. Getting, she'd get them to bed, but she had her night. It was all hers, uh, and uh, that was kind of the gift. And because I was busy, I didn't, you know, all the traveling and everything. It was kind of nice for us to have a night mm-hmm. uh, of our own. Yeah, so. yeah, I can see where that would be a really good gift. 
And she knew it was coming so she could prepare right, for exactly. it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. So if you're just casually dating, say from a few weeks to a couple of months, then gifts should be fun, frivolous, and might cost 15 to $30 or about the price of an inexpensive dinner date or a movie with popcorn. You don't want to overdo it. I know there are some people who, and it can go either the man or the woman who just want to shower that person with gifts and, uh, it can be off-putting. It can be, uh, you know, that can trigger some things in people. Oh, I didn't think we were going to be doing gifts or I didn't want, you know, you spent too much and it's kind of, it kind of makes it awkward. So just try to, you know, if you're just casually dating, only known each other for a short time, uh, keep it very on the down low, the low key. You know, that's interesting that you mentioned that. Because I have had conversations with each one of my daughters mm -hmm. about what to get their significant others at various points in time, about how much should I spend, what mm. would you like, things like that. Mm -hmm. And um, and I remember them like, why don't I just get something big? And I'd say, no, you've, you're not married yet, or you're only dating, you're not even engaged, right. versus you've been married now for five years. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. Uh, Women think about that stuff. Men, mm. I, I don't think, I think what you're advising for the men that are watching is that they consider the possibility that should put more thought into it. Yeah, you just don't want to make things awkward. Yeah. You know, if Agreed. it's a new relationship, something, not nothing, but something small, something that just says, let's have a fun time, you know. Yeah. Um, newly committed couples. These are people who are dating each other exclusively, but they're not living together yet, or maybe they're engaged. Um, 30 to $75, depending on your budget or what you normally would spend, um, you know, on, uh, on dating and, and events and that sort of thing. So think about, did you recently go to an exciting event together? Or um, maybe there's a, like a souvenir, you you know, like if say you went to an amusement park together or a concert or something where there's souvenirs that you can buy uh, to remember your time together. Something like a framed photo with picture of you at the, at the theme park or a souvenir ornament. Uh, my husband and I really enjoy once, a, you know, when we're traveling throughout the year, if we're on a vacation together, we'll usually buy an ornament. So we have it for the tree that year. So we can remember that we went on that trip. And that's nice. And it's not too expensive. Um, and it shows you that, you know, we had this great memory together. I remember it as being something wonderful. And let's share that again every year at Christmas. It's kind of a nice thing. Um, or a sweatshirt. Uh, would be a great way to make the memory last. Say if you went to a football game or you're really into a team sport of some kind and you've gone to games together, a team sweatshirt might be nice. I was going to say a lot of the a lot of the jewelry that I've given away to my female partners have had some sort of memory associated with it. Oh, yeah? You know, it's always been like we'll have traveled to San Francisco and we'll have gone to uh, Chinatown, to the gold shops down in Chinatown. Mm -hmm. And I'll wait till she's not looking and I'll pick something so it has the additional memory I'll get this nice. for you. In the, yeah. uh, Chinatown and, and it meets that jewelry thing. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so Instead of a bottle of sand? Instead of a bottle, yeah. <laughs> I went to Chinatown and I got you this little tiny bottle of sand. <laughs> okay. 
moving on. <laughs> Long-term relationships. These are people who are living together, they're engaged, or dating exclusively for six months or more, um, or married, of course. Um, partners, you know. Uh, generally, something more expensive, sometimes something for the home uh, that you can share in together. Um, but again, more meaningful and preferably maybe something romantic, especially early in the relationship. But sometimes you need that extra bit of romance later on in the relationship as well. Um, personally, I like a mix. You know, this year I asked my husband for um, some lotions that I like, um, which could be considered kind of romantic and personal. Uh, but I also asked for a steam cleaner for the hard, hard floors. Um, so something for the home that we can both get some use out of, hopefully, if he'll use it. <laughs> um, I also said, you know, it would be nice to have the carpets cleaned. So something that we can all enjoy uh, the effects of. You should take my steam cleaner and just let it try it out once, see if he likes it. I'm sure we'll like it. That's the best way to clean hard floors. Yeah, that's why I asked her when for Christmas. Good, good choice. And I need a phone case, so in case anybody wants to send me one, I have a 6S Plus. Just checking. Pushing that old present thing, aren't we? Hey, people want to know. Verizon just sent me a gift coupon, so okay. May as well take advantage, yeah. All right. Handmade gifts. Who doesn't love a handmade gift? Well, if, if the, your partner has no talent, um, it may not be so exciting. Uh, if it's from a child, of course, we appreciate the thought that was put into it, although it may not be as beautiful as <laughs> one would hope, but we can kind of hang on to it for a while. But those people who are artists, uh, musicians, um, they have a talent for creating things, making jewelry, anything that you can make has so much more meaning because it came from you. You put a whole lot of thought into it. All the time that you spent on creating that, you were thinking of the other person and they know that when you give it to them. So it's it, it comes to them with so much meaning uh, and love that uh, we can't help but love a gift like that. So if you have a talent for handmade gifts, um, something personal and customized from the heart, it's going to be a lasting reminder of your love and thoughtfulness for years to come. I still have a box that, it's a heart-shaped box. My husband bought it at Michael's and he decorated it, you know, painted it, decorated it and, and made it fancy and then put something in it. And I still have that box because he put, work and effort and time into creating that just to hold a little gift hmm. so anything like that um one year he uh on the garden gate he made sort of a heart-shaped kind of a thing to go with the garden gate and that was for me too hmm. so it was just something that's lasting you know he put a little effort into it toby one year made one year, probably more than one year, but you the made, uh, made glass. everybody glass uh, mm -hmm. or, glass uh, ornaments for pendants. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> glass I pendants. I used that uh, dichroic, gla dichroic glass, and I made pendants and earrings, matching earrings. And for the gentleman, I made letter openers, and that was just one year worth of yeah. me being 
Crafty. Crafty, yeah. Yeah. And I know that uh, Jason and Sean will often create gifts for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. With their art, artistic talents. Yeah, they know well. that if they want to give me a present, the easiest thing to do is give me one of their pieces of art. That's right. That way I can, you know. Or they combine them. All you have to do the is walk around my house Sean to see makes it. With yeah, the that's even better that when they uh, um, when they do Jason that. Jason makes, yeah. And, and that not only is a beautiful gift for their dad, but be, you know it's a brother sister project. So that's also you know he feels like he did a good job raising them. I'm sure. So point. every year there's a there's a bicycle. Um, race here in Albuquerque called the Day of the Tread. And Sean, for the past several years, it's in October, and for the past several years, she was responsible for making the poster uh, in a muerto theme because mm-hmm. it was the Day of the Tread. Right. And uh, each year she takes one of those posters and she frames it and she gives me that as the gift. And so my guest bedroom has all the, I think there's four of them now, uh, uh, of each of the Day of the Tread, the images, not the whole poster, just the image from the Day of the Tread poster that she's right. done for me. Right. So. so think about what the gift will mean. Uh, what are they going to make it mean, right? So if you give sexy lingerie or exercise equipment as a gift, it could bring up body image issues for somebody, for some people, Right. Um, if you gave a woman who's very self-conscious uh, something sexy to wear, she might look at it and say, oh, I could never wear that. I, I don't have, a, my body isn't good enough to wear something like that. And it could bring up those kinds of issues. And it would just kind of spoil the idea of the gift. So be careful when giving things like lingerie um, or exercise equipment or anything that might bring up body issues for somebody. So for uh, for not necessarily Christmas, but for special days, I also have said, where can I take you to buy, a, you know, let, take you someplace, go to dinner or or plan dinner, and then, but go to someplace where they want to pick a present, just let them pick the present. You know, mm-hmm. that's another option. Also really good if she's got daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's going to take me something. <laughs> daddy issues? I don't think I did. Well, no, I guess I did. Yeah. Um, and please remember that engagement rings and birthday gifts are separate occasions right. and not Christmas gifts. Right. right? Uh, his daughter, Sean, her birthday is very close to Christmas. Um, so a lot of people try to combine Christmas and birthday. Oh, that's your Christmas and your birthday gift. And she hates that. And she hates that. And she should because, you know, everybody else got a gift on their birthday. That's why, how, how is, you know, how is that fair? Or even worse (laughs) for her because it falls between Christmas and New Year's. People just forget. Forget. And she's, she, I don't, she's not going to get angry at you, but it's. It's sad, you know, I mean, to be forgotten. Yeah, I make it a point that she gets a Christmas present as well as a birthday present. Mm -hmm. So if there's somebody in your life with a birthday very close to Christmas, make sure that you separate the two occasions Actually, they're they're still both cash. It's just cash for Christmas and cash for Christmas. (laughs) Make sure you separate the occasions out. Make sure that you celebrate separately and, um, you know, don't. Don't let them miss out just because their birthday happened to be too close to Christmas. Uh, And engagement rings. That should be a special occasion on its own, giving an engagement ring. Uh, An engagement ring is a promise. It's not a gift, 
right? Uh, engagement ring says, I want to marry you. And here is a pledge, a token of my promise um, to hold on to, to show everybody that we're engaged. It isn't a Christmas gift. <laughs> if you give an engagement ring on a holiday and you combine them like that, um, it says a couple of different things. It says, um, you know, look, I, I glomped everything together, just like a birthday and a Christmas. And uh, I didn't want to put a lot of thought into it. So I just glomped it together. Um, and <laughs> if the engagement is broken, she gets to keep that Christmas gift. <laughs> so think about that. <laughs> <sighs> We're not going to talk about that, are we? <laughs> Did you give a gift? Did you give an engagement ring at Christmas time? Mm, no, it was just an engagement ring, an engagement but I didn't ring. get that back either. Yeah, so. that, and if you break an engagement, you're supposed to give the ring back, ladies. <laughs> Unless he's taken and stolen money from you, in which case just take the ring and sell it. Um, receiving gifts. <laughs> Receiving gifts. Sorry. She still takes pictures holding her hand like that to remind me that the ring is... She still wears it. Then you're still legally engaged. Mm. Receiving gifts. <laughs> it's as much a social skill as giving gifts. Uh, so you need to be gracious if somebody gives you a gift. We try to say thank you. Uh, be appreciative. It could be um, a rock. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, boy, I get a rock. Uh, either way, it could be a little vial of sand. Yay, sand. Um, <laughs> try to show a little gratitude and enthusiasm because basically we're not thanking the person for the gift. We're thanking them for thinking of us and going out of their way to do something nice. So smile, say thank you with sincerity. Remark on one specific thing that you like about the gift. Oh, look at this sweater. I'm that's going to keep me warm. You know, maybe it's an ugly sweater that you can wear to an ugly sweater contest uh, party or something, but you can say something nice. Um, and then if you get a gift card or money or something, um, tell the person how you're going to spend that money or what they're going to use it on. Oh, this is perfect because I needed to go get blah, 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 you know, at Target or whatever it is that you want to do with that special um, gift, that gift card, that money. Say, oh, I'm so glad you gave me this because I know I have a big expensive dinner coming up and I, and I want to have the money to, to pay for it. Whatever it is you're going to do, that's going to give that person, you know, that good feeling that, uh, you, they can say, oh, well, I gave them that special dinner, right? If you said, I, that's what I want, um, to do with the money, they can feel like they gave you that. So, Tell them what you're going to spend it on. By the way, I haven't given anybody a vial of sand. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, Capro, I am no longer engaged. I was engaged, but uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, so when they tell you exactly what they want, um, that's what you get. If you don't get them exactly what they said, then they're going to... They're going to be disappointed. Now, if you can't afford it, that's one thing. But if you can afford it and you can find it, try to buy it 
way in advance as soon as they tell you. So, you know, you're not scrambling at the last minute. Oh, I forgot to get this. Um, like Jingle All the Way or whatever that movie was. <laughs> the guy forgot to buy the special doll and then it was all sold out when he went to go get it. Finally, the Christmas Eve. <laughs> Don't do that. As soon as that person tells you what they want, get that gift because they're going to be uh, primed and ready to receive that gift. And if you get them something else instead, they're going to be like, well, what was that about? <laughs> um, pay attention. So pay attention when they're talking, you know, the, a couple of months before. I have a birthday in October. So I'll very often say, well, you know, you don't have to get this for me now, put it on my Christmas list. Or if I say several things and you then I only got one, then those other things, if you wrote them down, you'll have a, a Christmas gift list as well. So that's easy, right? Mm -hmm. um, make sure you ask them, oh, what color would you like? Or what size do you think would be the right size? You know, or other details, write them all down and get that gift. They've just made your life so much easier. <laughs> and you're going to go, but it's not a surprise. <laughs> this, this, you know, not everybody likes surprises. Sometimes surprises are bad. <laughs> I have to tell you, my, my mom, too, when she gets surprised, she's usually disappointed. Uh, she has very specific tastes. And if you go outside of those things, then she's going to be disappointed. And she may not show it immediately, but yeah, you'll know. <laughs> so, um, you know, there are certain things she likes getting every year. And she's happy to get it every year, like White Diamonds perfume. Hmm. You can get her that every year, she'd be happy. Get her some weird piece of jewelry that she doesn't like, it doesn't fit her style, she will not be happy. Hmm. <laughs> And apparently money and bricks isn't Money and bricks is not going to make her happy. So in case you're wondering, the my uh, cable was hanging up on my collar, so oh, I switched sides. That's why I it see. looks funny. Now you're backwards. Yeah. So it's not about the gift. It, the gift says, look how much I listen to you, observe your actions, infer your likes, and go out of my way to make you happy. That's what the gift says for you, so you don't have to say it. Right, Most people want to feel seen and heard. And the holiday season is a chance to show you've been listening and that you're thinking about the other person. That's what the gift is all about. Now let's talk about the five love languages. Some of you may be familiar with this book by Dr. Gary Chapman, and he talks about the five love languages. If not, I put his website in the description box below if you want to research it further. It's, it's really good information to have for anybody in a relationship, any kind of relationship. It could be with your children, your parents, uh, your siblings, your spouse. It could any kind of relationship. It's good to know these things. So the five love languages are the way that we most prefer to receive uh, love so that we recognize it as love. Um, if we, if you were to give somebody whose love language is words of affirmation, if you're to give them uh, a gift that's just like, here's something I, you know, a souvenir I got for you. They'll be like, oh, that's nice. Thank you. 
But if you give them words of affirmation, which is their love language, they're going to feel loved. Not just like, oh, you just gave me something, but like, you really love me. I am loved. And you fill up their love tank, right? Um, the best way to determine somebody's love language, which could be words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, or physical touch. The best way to determine their love language is how, uh, how they show love. So if the person you're with uh, is always telling you how wonderful you are, how they love you, how beautiful you are, how much they appreciate the things that you do for them, how smart you are, how accomplished you are, their love language is words of affirmation because they're showing you love in the same way they want to receive love. If they always want to spend time one-on-one -on -one with you, um, doing anything, it doesn't matter what you do. You could be watching television. You could be playing a video game. You could be doing a puzzle. You could be uh, playing a board game. You could be talking, just talking to each other. It doesn't matter. Quality time is their love language. So let's talk a little bit more deeply about each one of these. Words of affirmation. The thing that you want to do for somebody whose love language is words of affirmation is support and acknowledge their talents or dreams, along with a card or handwritten love note explaining how much you believe in them. You're validating them uh, with words. That's what they need. The this, this signals... This signals that you're listening to them <clears throat> and you're responding with supportive appreciation. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Give them uh, cards that have a lot of words and then uh, that have meaning and then express yourself to them and uh, support them. They want that verbal support. So who do you know whose love language is Words of affirmation. You? No. No? You. Oh, me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that is how is that you... projection? That is how is you show your love. You... Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Because it is your love language. So, so words of affirmation are how I express my love language. And how you want to receive it. Oh, I see. How the gifts of affirmation, words of affirmation, are how you feel loved, most loved. Mm. So if I'm to tell you, you know, I really appreciate the things that you do and, and um, all just nice things about you, mm -hmm. you feel more loved than any of the other love languages. Oh, interesting. And when you want to express your love to somebody, you do it verbally. You say, and you did this at Thanksgiving, uh, Kevin and Shelley, I'm so glad you're here today. You make me feel like I have, you know, like you're my family and you're really good friends. And you went on and on and told us in words how you were feeling because that's how you express your love, words of affirmation. Well, that's how I was feeling. I know. <laughs> so what kind of gifts do you appreciate the most, being that your words of affirmation is your love language? And so, don't say so, watches and backpacks and pens. <laughs> so uh, it it doesn't take much for me to feel like I've received a gift, right? It doesn't. As a matter of fact, uh, the the watches, anything I want, I can buy. Right. right? Exactly. I mean, if there's something that I want, mm -hmm. uh, and so 
if anything, you're always taking a risk that if you buy me a watch, it's going to be a watch that I'm not going to wear because I don't like it, right? Or, or something, or a backpacker because I'm so damn picky and I change my mind so often. But when somebody gives me a uh, gift that is an indication that they know me well enough to make it a gift that I can accept, that, that I would accept without, you know, uh, um, uh, I was going to use Sean Scott as an example, mm -hmm. right? So he always brought me a bottle of scotch. Right. Right. And mm -hmm. that was the birthday gift. And I'm not a big Scots drinker, but it was from it was really from his heart. And right. He knew that's what he was doing. And along with it came a hug. And, uh, you know, he's very, he's as warm as as a lot of people I know. In this, he's a touchy feely kind of guy. And he's sincere. And the fact that it was it, it he could have given me a fried rock. <laughs> But because he's so sincere and fried rock. well, fried has to be a fried rock. I'm, I'm not going to take just an uncooked rock. Uh, no raw But rocks. he's so sincere when he does it, and he's so caring and so gentlemanly. You know, he for a couple of years he was sending me um, man crates, right? And they would have things. You know, there was a, the fishing man crate and the treasure hunting barbecue man crate, the barbecue man crate. So it was just an indication that. It, to him, it's, I'm thinking, I know you, and I'm thinking about you, and I'm sending you this. Have fun with it. And it's called Man Crate to boot, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but what's even warmer to me is when... Validating I, your manhood. You know, when... when <laughs> uh, and I don't even know, when Kevin came in and he said, I just sh shoveled your uh, driveway. He was teasing. I know, know he was teasing, <laughs> me, but I fell for it, right? I felt like, wow, that, that to me, and he's not a hugger. Right. Right. And I, but I am. So part of the return gift I get is that he lets me give him a hug, you know, a little man hug. And uh, I really enjoy that. And I, and I, I thought he was, I, I didn't know how much snow there was that day. And I didn't know he was being serious. And then I realized he was just being funny. Kevin, which is what I love about him. He's one of the few people, you know, when we're driving that if he starts, I just start laughing and I can't drive. Um, but to me, that those are all affirmations of the quality and integrity of our relationship because he knows what makes me happy. You know, he knows what makes me laugh. He knows what makes me uh, happy. He knows what to do to make me happy. He knows how far he can go. And the other thing, too, is he lets me share you in terms of the amount of time that we spend together. And I feel like that's one of the most gracious things that anybody could do is, look, I don't know, you know, if you make more any more excuses for spending time with my wife, I'd be really nervous about it. But he trusts us, trusts me. And he lets us do that. And and I'm very gracious, grateful uh, for the fact that, you know, he he says, you know, if you're going to do a show with Toby, go to his house, et cetera, et cetera, that, that he can trust that you're going to be treated politely, kindly, fairly, all of those things, gentlemanly, et cetera, et cetera. And that, to me, has always been a great gift from him uh, because he's never... He's never questioned it. You know, he's mm -hmm. never he's never said, whoa, you guys are being too friendly on your show or something <laughs> like that. You know, he doesn't do that. No. He knows that at the end of the evening, you're going to go back uh, to your house and and um, and be his spouse and you're and he's your spouse. Uh, but I think one of the gifts that he gives us is the graciousness of allowing us to spend time doing these things together. So mm -hmm. and I really appreciate that. I mean, that's that to me is uh, a gift of affirmation. Like, I trust you. 
I, I believe in what you're doing. Those are mm-hmm. all positive affirmations of how he feels about it. And I think I, I like getting those things. So to make the point here, um, whenever I give Toby a gift, I try to have a card with it that I have done a lot of writing in. Uh, and that actually usually means more to him. And he'll keep it even longer than the gift itself. So with words of affirmation, be, be, be cognizant of that and give the card and write in the card and share your feelings, um, support and love, and that will have more meaning to that person than uh, anything and, else. And, and if you write a card of affirmation, it's far more likely you don't have to give me anything else but the card of affirmation. I'm, yeah. that, that's enough. Yeah. So quality time if your love language is quality time then you want to spend a lot of time with somebody and you want to really truly know them so the ideal gift uh it it should give you time together to focus on one another and to say like toby's date with his wife on christmas eve it said to her You're the most important person in the world to me. I'm spending my Christmas Eve just with you, focused on you, and that's what she wanted. So that quality time was that gift that that meant so much to her. Um, And that is something that you can do, uh, is that romantic dinner was a really wonderful idea. Or you might do something like an interactive project or event, um, maybe you want to do like, I don't know, an escape room or some kind of project that you work on together. Um, maybe she's trying to start a business and you want to help her do that. Uh, you want to walk her through some things or or take a seminar together and then be able to talk about the seminar together and learn together. Um, something interactive. Um something where you're both present together, maybe a board game, getaway weekend. But like I said, what a person with this uh, gift, this love language wants as a gift is to know you better. When you share something with that person that nobody else knows and trust them with that information, you're giving them such a gift that, um, it's going to make them feel totally loved. And this is my secondary a love language. So I know how it feels when somebody shares something with me that they don't share with anybody else. This is why I know Toby better than anybody else knows Toby. Because when he tells me something, it goes inside and it stays there. It's my gift. I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to tell other people what he said. Um, and how much you remember I, I, that's the that's the thing because we've had this conversation before about how much more you know about my previous life than my children for example because they've never asked you've asked and then you want follow-up and then i know i can trust you with it because you're not going to share it with anybody else you i've told you things that for all intents and purposes are classified mm. and i have no problem sharing that with you because i know you're not going to share it with anybody else so. because it's a, my gift yeah you gave it to me right I'm not going to give it away. And, and like I said, I'm always surprised that uh, I'll say something and you'll say, no, 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 no. That was, you know, before the Balkans or whatever. You know? <laughs> and I always got like, how did you remember that? I don't, I don't know how you remember all of that. I have a hard time remembering. So. Because it's important. Mm. 
Receiving gifts. If receiving gifts is your love language, then you also give a lot of gifts. And they don't have to be big gifts. But what it is mostly is having something uh, tangible, visible to hang on to that reminds you of that person, right? So this is the child that says, Daddy, what'd you bring me? As a souvenir, whenever he goes traveling, he has to bring something back for that child because her love language is receiving gifts. And that's how she knows that he was thinking of her and he loves her and he brought her this toy or um, souvenir or piece of candy or whatever it is, something that she can hold on to and remember that he he thought of her. I'm just, I've got some things. So that's how you know if somebody's love language is receiving gifts is because they're giving a lot of gifts. That's how they show their love. That's how they know they're loved. So any visual reminder of your thoughtfulness would uh, work for them. And you might even think about a lot of gifts, a lot of small gifts, just so they have a lot to open. And every time they open something, uh, they, they're reminded once again that you love them, that you are thinking of them. It doesn't have to be big. It could be, you know, a rock that you painted, I love you, on the rock, and now you give it to them. And Fried rock. Fried rock. And then fry it. Fry it up. Whatever you need to do. But um, several gifts, several things to hold on to, to remind that person that you love them. Uh, something they can hold on to is going to make them feel secure. And when they're feeling insecure because you're away from them, they can go and get that gift and hold on to it. Maybe it's a stuffed animal or a blanket or whatever it is. They can remember that you love them because they have a visual reminder. And they're visual people. Acts of service. This is my number one love language. (laughs) Um, So... If a person's love language is acts of service, then they're going to be the type of person who is always volunteering to help you. Always, whenever you have a project or you're doing something difficult, they're going to offer to help. Do you need some help with that? What can I do to help you? Um, Oh, you want to do another show on Friday? Okay, well, I'll be there because acts of service is how I show my love. (laughs) See how you're taking advantage of me? (laughs) I thought it was presents, so I hadn't even considered this one. No, I'm just teasing. Do things that save them time and make their life easier, and that's what they really want. And and don't not do it. You're exactly. going to commit to something. If you want to destroy this relationship little by little, uh, do it. And if you commit to it, make sure you do it. Don't make promises don't you're make not going to keep. Don't make promises you can't keep. That's right. Don't Because write. that will... Ruin, well, that'll ruin any relationship, yeah. but especially if this is their love language. Because if you're not performing that act of service after you said you would, that's the same as saying, I love you today, but I don't love you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So um, watch that. <laughs> and you can just, uh, what you can do is like, maybe she's been, he or she has been trying to complete a project and just can't find the time, doesn't have the motivation, just can't get to it, whatever reason. If you say to them, I would help you complete that, or I would do it for you, would that be okay? And then take it on and do it. Uh, They're going to go, wow, you just saved me all this time and effort, and I was never going to get that done, and and look how wonderful that is now. Um, Such appreciation for that. Or fix something. Um, 
I told this story one other time. I had a pearl necklace that my in-laws gave me, and uh, the string broke. Luckily, they were all knotted between each pearl, so I didn't lose any of the pearls, but the strand broke, and so I just, you know, I had it sitting in the in the cupboard for a long time, and I was like, I should really get that fixed. I should get that fixed. Oh, I need to take that in and get it fixed. Finally, I said to my husband, you know what you could do for me? for a gift uh, is take that strand of pearls in and get it fixed. And he did. He got it done and he gave it to me. And it was like I had a brand new pearl necklace because I couldn't wear it before it was broken. Now I had it. It was good as new. I was fixed and he took care of it. And that to me was better than going out and buying a new piece of jewelry. Um, fix the one that I like, you know, so I can start wearing it again. Uh, acts of service. So think about what can you do for your person in your life that you need to give a gift to that maybe they've been putting it off. They can't get it done for some reason. They don't have the time or the energy or the ability or whatever it is. And you take that on um, and get it, help them get it completed. And they're going to feel so much better. And it's going to bring you together, closer together. Physical touch. Uh, Kind, loving touch, such as hand-holding, hugging, gentle pats, and kisses. We're not talking sex. Sex is a whole other category, okay? Uh, this is just love, touch, like a massage, uh, like a hug, um, making the person feel loved, not desired, not wanted, not sexy. Those are a whole other category, so we're not talking about that right now. That's something that you can get to, but again, it's not what we're talking about here. This is more of a reminder of our parents, right? Of a caregiver, somebody taking care of us, somebody loving us, um, aunties giving us hugs and kisses when we were little, grandmas holding us on their lap, uh, grandpas, you know, swinging us around outside, uh, uncles tossing us in the air, loving on us. That that's what physical touch is about. Um, it's not about the sex act. Okay, two different things. Just want to make that clear. <laughs> it's important. Um, <laughs> um, this is again, it's like having that caretaker take care of us. Uh, so things that we can do for gifts might be something like dance lessons, couples massage, snuggling blankets, uh, any time to be in a way where you can be snugly together, whatever that is for you. What do you think it would be? What would be a good gift if somebody wanted physical touch as their love language? A good gift. So uh, the problem is that I'm, this is so the antithesis of me because I'm not that I'm not that kind of person, right? I like well, then why are you hugging everybody well, all the time? I know, time? but the, well, that's, that's <laughs> hugging is one thing. But that, that uh, because you know how I feel about massage. Uh, yeah, and I know you started to change your mind when it started to feel good when you had a physical therapist who was doing things that, that felt, that, well, that, that were it, making it, you feel better. Well, yeah, it was because she was correcting, you know, those issues. Um, uh, so I don't, I don't know. This is not a good one for me. I mean, I'm, because I think I'm just not... Yeah, yeah, I'm a hugger, but I'm just not a physical toucher. I don't know. Do you think of me as a physical touchy person? 
Not unusually so. Yeah. I think you have a, an appropriate level of physical touch. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's very, it's all very platonic, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Well, yeah, like fatherly yeah. or, yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a kind of how I've envisioned it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm not good at this one. You have to answer it. Well, it's, it can be difficult. And I'll have to warn you that a lot of men will say, oh, mine's physical touch because they like sex. That's okay. It's fine to like sex. But that doesn't mean your love language is physical touch. Okay. Um, you may want to take the test on, on the website of five love languages if you think, oh, I'm definitely physical touch uh, because I like sex, then you may want to take the test and find out, is that your love language? Is it secondary? Um, and then just really define if it is. Uh, because a lot of us are brought up in touchy-feely families. We might give hugs a lot to show love because that's what we were taught, but it may not be our number one love language. So investigate this one. Um, and again... Physical touch, if that is somebody's love language, you're going to see them doing a lot of touching, a lot of touching, and not, I'm not talking sexual touch, I'm talking just patting and holding the hand and touching the knee and, you know, people like that, right? Like grandmas who are always loving mm-hmm. on you, mm-hmm. cheeks and kisses and loving the babies mm-hmm. and all of that. That is physical touch. That's this person who shows their love through Mm. physical touch. So one of the things you can do for them is let them do that to you. You know, let them hug you and hold you and kiss you and and give you a little shoulder rub and, and, and enjoy it. You know, understand that they are showing their love to you. And then when you can start doing it back, you know, holding, holding a hand or touching a leg or patting on the arm or, you know, all of that, uh, brushing the hair, they are going to feel loved when you do that. So just keep that in mind. So Kipper says, some think it's inappropriate to get a, to get a guy, to get a guy, meaning buy something, a professional massage. I, I request a female to do this, his preference. I think that it is crazy that it is inappropriate thoughts. No, because it's professional, right? Oh, a massage from a massage therapist? Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're a man or a woman. Yeah. It really doesn't. Uh, They are professionals. And if you are in any way uncomfortable, you can tell them, you know, don't do that, don't do that, and don't do that. And you tell them right up front, and they'll respect that totally. Um, if you prefer a woman over a man, you can definitely tell the, pers- the person who's making the appointment that. Um, if you're getting uh, a massage as a gift for a man, um, it, again, it doesn't really matter. The, 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 uh, the ability of the massager, the mas- masseuse. masseuse, yeah, and massage masseur. therapist, mas- the abilities masseuse. don't depend on their gender right? It kind of depends on their empathy, um, how good they are at uh, kinetics. And, uh, you know, I had a woman one time who gave me a massage and uh, she she was wonderful because I had, had been doing some cutting with some, uh, some craft scissors and I had really kind of messed up the nerves in my hand. I didn't even tell her, but she just 
through the massage of the whole body, she figured it out. My hand needed a lot of work that day. And she got all of the the stress out of there and the, the nerves felt much better and everything was better um, because of her level of empathy and understanding of the body. It uh, didn't matter if it was a man or a woman. It just matters how good they are at their job, like any other job. I, I'm a lot better at giving massage than I am getting one. I don't I don't know what that that's all about, but I just don't have the... I'd say Kevin is so tickly. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't do much of anything to him without mm-hmm. him going, ee, ee, ee. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay, we're done. <laughs> Let's move forward. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Captain Rumble says, my physical therapist is a woman with man's hands. Exactly. So here's my recommendations. Ask your partner and listen to what they want. Make your life easy. Just ask. Forget about surprising them because, you know, surprises aren't always good. Sometimes they're painful. (laughs) Put thought and effort rather than money to work for you, right? We don't have to spend a lot on gifts. In fact, you know, there's a return to minimalism right now. Less stuff, more love. Uh, Let love be your gift, and show love in the way that they understand it best. Capitalize on their love language. And then if you need some more support, if you have more questions, if uh, this is really a difficult thing for you, if receiving gifts is hard for you, get some support uh, or some coaching. In fact, uh, you can get the support you need to improve your relationship and communication by clicking on the link in the description box below and setting up a call for coaching. And we can talk one-on-one about these issues. Right now, you can give us a call at 202-815-1171. And here's a prompt for you. What do you want for Christmas? Or tell us what is your love language and do they correspond Okay, so what's going on in the chat room? They're talking about everything. I mean, they they covered uh, <laughs> everything. See, so well, that's uh, good. We got conversation uh, is good. Yeah, uh, Davio, Tony Rusi uh, are in the room, um, covering a lot of different topics. And um, we have Aaron Mastriani and Douglas Carver in the Facebook oh, nice. room. Um, so let me see. They're talking about. Uh, you know, kind of their own things. K-Pro came in the room. Um, she says, this is such a good topic. She struggles on this. Is that uh, giving gifts or receiving gifts? Well, here's, here's the question. Is it okay to say no? Oh, here's an interesting. So mm-hmm. is it okay to say no gifts for the couple and focus on the kids during Christmas? You, it's totally your choice. Absolutely okay. Go ahead. Hello, Davio. Hello, Princess Shelley. <laughs> What's going on? I just wanted to say this is an outstanding topic of uh, how to get people, you know, of alternatives around Christmas and this 
dodgy time. I think that's outstanding, and your love and sincerity is refreshing and lovely and wonderful. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what do you want for Christmas? It's like sitting on Santa's lap here. Um, Well, (laughs) a couple of things happened for Christmas. I moved to Colorado, so I'm now experiencing family for the first time. Mm. Remember, I have found my family on on Mm Ancestry.com. And how's that going for you? Oh, it's it's a trip. Suddenly there's kids and people and wheelchairs and we're doing (laughs) stuff. It's great. Yeah. I suddenly have, you know, I'm busy and it feels like it's, you know, stuff that actually matters. I'm fixing everything everywhere. It's <laughs> it's it's great, actually. Well, what a gift that you bring yeah. to this family and, you know, being being a part of them, uh accepting them and, you know, inserting yourself in as a person who can help. What a wonderful gift. That's it. That's it. That's my whole Christmas deal. And then when the and then when the spring comes, it's all about let's get the treasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will keep you busy uh, during the off season, then. Exactly. That's exactly my deal. So, is, Davio, uh, what is your love language? My love language? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> I uh, I have kind of disassociated myself from actually being able to fall in love with a woman since I have been rejected so many times and so uh, harshly the last time I decided to take a break from it and uh, just follow the treasure and get my mind off of uh, all kinds of rejection and death and all that so Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I'm at and so uh, maybe I'm getting closer to actually you know being in a place where I could actually go on a date and think about romance but um, most of of course you putting myself out there yeah, what? but of course you know that your family that you have just recently connected with is also right. somebody you can receive love from. So what would be your That's preferred right. way to receive that love? I don't know. I'm figuring that out. Okay. Because I'm not used to having people touch me. Mm. I'm not used to people right. telling me they love me. Right. Not, this is a whole, you know... You know, I'm used to having rock climbers and rock bands, and it's like, mm-hmm. brother, you know, you know, it's this whole fake facade thing of everybody loves you and stuff. But mm-hmm. these bad yeah. people actually do. Yeah. So it's it's a trip. It's uh, it's. Uh, do you know what I, I think? Know, I feel real awkward. I think from <laughs> what you've just told me that you like to help and fix things. That your yeah. love language is acts of service. Yes. There you go. Okay. So right. a good gift for you would be doing something in return for you that you needed done. What stuff I need? Yeah, like if you have something you need done, maybe help with moving or something that you need help with. Oh, no, 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 I, no, no. My whole life is in four suitcases. Yeah. I own no furniture. <laughs> I have a truck. so I don't need anything. I seriously uh, have no... I mean, I'm all about art supplies and making art and, and being a part of a band or part of a climbing group mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. now I'm part of a family and there's there's girls in college, kids in school, autistic <laughs> children over here. I got grandparents that have to go to appointments over here. We got too much bloody snow over here. I mean, so I've got stuff to do like that. You know, mm-hmm. So I'm on, I'm on it. Mm-hmm. And these people don't move like I do. I, I move like a teenager and they're all freaking, you know, 60 something. So. It's great. I fit right in and, and make stuff go. It's terrific. That one statement that he made, I don't need anything. Yeah. 
is an indication that you need something, right? And oh. so the, the person that says, I don't need anything, mm-hmm. you, you have to figure out what it is they're avoiding needing. <laughs> so That's right. There so, must be something yeah. I'm avoiding. That's so right. The awkwardness yeah, exactly. of the whole love thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I can yeah. yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, just keep in mind time. that it doesn't matter if it's a girlfriend or a grandpa. You can receive love from anybody. That's what I'm learning. So, Especially family. It, it's a family. Family love is a good kind of love. Yeah, you know, it's going to be very rewarding. What do you say? He's like film. he's talking. To, is he talking to me? Because I can barely hear him. What are you saying? Uh, you know yeah. what? I have my microphone down. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, family love is very, uh, is very important. Uh, important, and it's a high quality form it's of fulfilling. love. Yeah, it's very fulfilling. Yeah, very rewarding. Right. So I'm I'm learning that and I'm figuring that out because it's it's you know it's a it's brand new it's a brand new thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm figuring out how I fit in and all that. Right, that's, yeah, that's what right. I'm doing. All right. So I'm I'm just gonna be an open to everything. So well, it sounds like you're gonna have an amazing Christmas. Well, winter. <laughs> <laughs> For me, Christmas is more about the solstice and less about the you know the, the shopping, and it's just more mm-hmm. about winter and. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. this is really great. This is really, you know, it's a wild ride. Here we go. Awesome. Good. All right. That's good. It sounds like you're set for it. Yeah. Yep. Did Bring you have any out. other questions for us? No, I just want to say you're great. Keep it up. Keep doing this. This channel is going to catch on in time. You'll see because you're wonderful <laughs> and you've got a great voice. Well, thank so, you. Because love, love and light creates and hmm. people are attracted to it. So you are the love and light. So... You know, I'm thinking this is going to go somewhere, so it's a good thing. All right. Well, I'm sensing that another one of your love languages is words of affirmation. So There you go. <laughs> we appreciate you, Davio. Well, like you're that. very uh, energetic. You're very loyal. And uh, we love to have you um, in our chat room and on the phone with us. Well, thank you very much. Much love to everyone out there in the world. And you and yours. Have a lovely, lovely holiday. And you as well. Thank you. Very good. Ciao, ciao. Okay, bye-bye. Namaste. I saw what you did there. <laughs> so, Capro uh, says, Toby acts tough, but he is a softy. Uh, Corey Jacobs agrees. Uh, he says... Uh, Unless you're a printer that doesn't work. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't mess with him then. <laughs> Corey says, softy confirmed, we've got a hugger. <laughs> That's right. As Christy knows. Mm. Go. She knows you're a hugger. Hey, Christy, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm super. What's going on today? Well, I thought this is an exact topic I just had with my boyfriend. hmm goodness what two days ago and so mm-hmm. I thought oh it's so timely and so I thought I would call and um give the Davio gives the guy's perspective maybe I'll give the awesome. female perspective mm-hmm. um so uh, relatively new relationship like you said mm-hmm. um and we kind of want to focus on the kids but here's an interesting little facet um and one I'm getting used to and I wanted to get your perspective okay I am used to words but not kind words but not maybe not the actions that supported in my previous relationship so with my guy um 
he actually has sincere words. Mm-hmm. And they don't come all the time, but when they come, I'm struggling a little bit in making sure that um, I appreciate them as much mm-hmm. because I'm used to, you know, words and and they're kind of empty or groundless. Right. Um, so right. he's kind of getting the baggage of my previous mm-hmm. thing. So I'm trying to figure out my love language. And, of course, mine's touching and I live time zones apart from someone. So, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so how do you adjust to all of that? And, you know, the only thing I wanted was to be there. So, of course, um, our our presence to each other is um, my family is going to see his family mm-hmm. um, at Christmas. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. There's a lot of unpacking there, I'm sure. But there, there's a couple of thoughts. Okay. Do you know what his love language is? <sighs> no. <laughs> In short, no. I mean, it's, what does he do um, the most often when he's trying to show his love to you or to his children or any anybody? Definitely articulate. He he talks. It's it's words. Okay. Um, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So you know that it's words of affirmation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it. I think it would be. And he's just. I, I'm not used to being someone with. Um, actually, I think he's a lot like Toby. He's articulate and aware of his feelings and both of those at the same time that is something new to me Mm -hmm. and and it sounds like sincere which also is new to you yes yes and Mm -hmm. not coupled with doing the absolute Mm -hmm. opposite you can't say you know all these articulate wonderful things and then do something Uh, awful he doesn't have the awful part i mean nothing perfect but it's actually functional conflict when we do have arguments but um it's not awful terrible that negates anything nice you say Mm -hmm. (laughs) if that makes sense sure sure uh so i would just capitalize on his uh words of affirmation love language Uh, make sure that since you are apart most of the time uh that you that you mail him mail him a card uh write in there some very supportive loving words and when he receives that and can read it if his language, if his love language is indeed words of affirmation, he's going to hold on to that probably forever. Uh, it's going to mean that much to him. Um, so for Christmas, you could give him uh, something small, since you guys have said we're just going to focus on the kids. Maybe just something that you've written, uh, words, are come easy to you. You're a very educated lady. Um, so this should not be difficult for you at all. Uh, just to put out, uh, something in words that tells how you feel. And I think that would have more meaning to him than anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say he's, he's not going to appreciate, uh, a watch as much as he's going to appreciate you sitting down and writing a card or a letter that, uh, that explains to him how he affects affects you, mm-hmm. what what it is that that you feel because of him, mm-hmm. you know how your life has changed because of him, uh, and that that if he's a, if it's a, he's a word of affirmations kind of person, he's going to really appreciate. Now the challenge I think in your case is that. You had a guy who gave you the impression he was word of affirmations, but he really wasn't. He used it as a tool. And so so what that does is it pushes you away from that, right? 
because you can't trust it, you feel like you can't trust it. What you, I think what you have to do in this case is trust that if you describe him as, uh, in this case, your, your new relationship as a word of affirmations guy, then you have to test the theory to prove to yourself that you really do have a word of affirmations guy. He does respond to that. Because I also get the sense that in, in a lot of ways, uh, based on what I know about him, he's a little bit like me. It would be hard to buy him a present, right? Because he has his own things. He's very, he's active in a lot of different areas, and it would be difficult for uh, for you to get him a gift. But if the gift is a uh, a card that is representative of your relations, the state of your relationship, right? It it's not over the top. It doesn't have an engagement ring on the front, but <laughs> it's warm and loving. And then it is filled with words of affirmation about how he makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably yeah. Uh, support of his dreams, support of his goals is very important. Also, keeping his secrets uh, and trusting him with yours; those are uh, also really important because anything that's attached to words is going to be uh, in his, within his love language. Okay, okay. Well, and you guys both you both hit it right on the head. The hard part for me is the trusting part of yeah. giving those kind words. Yeah. And Put that I down into words as well. Very- yeah. Put that down yeah. into the words and say, uh, the, although this is difficult for me, I am learning because of you to be able to trust words again. Yeah, yeah. And we've said that because he gets it um, yeah. <laughs> more than I do. So um, uh, you're just not, I mean, generic things, but like really deep, those deep conversations, that's a little bit harder. But I put it on paper. You're you're right, especially when we have some distance. So yeah, yeah. The the, the the indication that you're making progress is when he expresses in a very short sentence something that he feels that that you emotionally respond to, right? So he has a phrase that he uses uh, for you that immediately touches your heart. You don't have to say that it touches your heart, but you know it causes a little buzz. Uh, and that's an indication that you're on that uh, words of affirmation, love language level. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that will come with time, but we're trying to we're trying to learn each other's language. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is all good exploration of kind and and positive things. So I yeah. like it. I would be surprised that if you gave him, I would be really surprised that if you gave him a card or, or uh, with words of affirmation expressing to him how he makes you feel, that any time in the future he would say, you remember that stupid card you gave me? That would never happen. <laughs> right? Right. Well, and I know that because I know he has some things exactly like that that yeah. he has held on to for mm-hmm. so yeah. long. Mm-hmm. So I, I know it. It's just. I hate to say it's so hard for me because I've got to grow. So it's so hard for me, though, because of well, well, two things. Number one, thing. it's there's your personality, and you're an extroverted personality. You have a lot, a high level of energy. You push a lot of that out. So you've got to get that back into yourself enough to recognize what makes him, what makes him feel good, as opposed to. Yeah. I, I dated a woman whose who, whose impression was the only thing that made me feel good was that she I was in her presence, right. That's because that's not that's not affirmation. That's not a love language. That's egotistical. That's you know. There's a lot of things other than that. Uh, uh, and I'm not implying that's how you are, but you are high level of energy. You're very focused. You're very your energy is directed at you know things of project. Uh, and so if you were to take the time to sit 
down. Do you see how his his language is? His words of affirmation yes, no, after what he's I, just said. I, this, is why, <laughs> this is why I I see a lot of similarities. Where yeah. It's like yes, exactly. And I will just say the polar opposite from any pre, any um, yeah. in depth relationship I've had. That's yeah. where I'm really adjusting for good reason because I see the the positive. But this is why I mean I have to tell you probably the one of the best gifts I have gotten is when I was hitting my rock bottom and someone called and spent hours and hours with me on the phone, just making sure I was supported. And that was Toby. I don't think he realized, or maybe he did just having that um, support in just a very unique time for me. Um, it was, it was it kind of changed my life of, okay, I am special. I am okay. I am I can get through this. I'm resilient, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's interesting how, like you're saying, if you speak the right language, you can make a really big impact, but you can work really hard or work really smart. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to figure out how to be impactful and smart. And yeah. and, and, there, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with getting a small gift to go, it is Christmas and people do expect gifts. Uh, but I wouldn't spend, I wouldn't, if it was me, I wouldn't spend a fortune on a big gift, Right. I would spend... A, well, and we already agreed we're yeah. going to spend on the children. Right. So if we yeah. did anything, it's going to be small. And actually, it would go against our um, agreement that we're yeah. going to get... We weren't going to do anything, but mm-hmm. I kind of don't want to do nothing, so I'm mm-hmm. kind of at the point of... Do you I might think about something? that ornament idea of something yeah. that you've... You, you, somewhere you went and, you know, have an ornament that represents that mm-hmm. kind of just a memory yeah. thing, a keepsake, a souvenir. Yeah. Uh, a poker... Yeah. A poker chip and a glass globe. <laughs> yes. I have lots of ideas. I was struggling and now for tonight. Yeah. I have lots of ideas. It's yeah. like which way to go. And, so, and I think I think what you're doing is wise because there is a disparity in incomes and that and that uh, and the gift giving time can make that way too apparent and awkward. So keeping yeah. it very small is a good idea mm-hmm. for for yeah. people in that situation. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you. I will see you later tonight. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, you're at a quarter after. I'm oh. going to turn off your phone, all right? Okay. <laughs> we got calls. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was my gift. Thank you guys for that. I appreciate that, Davio and Christy, that you guys called in. Uh, Captain Marvel says, I should go out and get a massage. <laughs> awesome. Yes. You know, give yourself a gift. Why not? Mm. And, and K-Pro, that goes for you, too. If, if you're far away from the person you love and your, uh, your language is physical touch, then go get a massage and think about him while you're there. I'm, I'm trying to think. I think she said she tried it, but it didn't work for her. Oh. Massages don't work <laughs> That's for right. Her. She brought that up, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Toby's, uh, Tony Russi has set the FBI on me for having shared... Uh, Classified information. Oh, no. Yeah. I think it's uh, more than 25 years, so it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Toby's forgotten more than he ever told me. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> okay, we good? Uh, yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, so let's close it out. Thank you guys for being here for so long with us today. We had a really great show. We had a really great time. Um, we're looking forward to seeing you again on Friday. And for the softer side, I'm your life transitions coach, Shelly Carney. Thank you for listening to The Softer Side with Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and visit the free member vault 
for more great tips and ideas at esofterside.com.